here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, well, thank goodness a giant gun bill has just passed in the House. Woo! Thank goodness. It passed now mostly on a party line vote. Five Republicans supported the measure. Two, two Democrats opposed it. Uh, so uh, that's uh, that's uh, we're going to be talking about those people. Also, did you notice that Matthew McConaughey? I guess some people really liked it. I thought it was weird. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was speaking from behind the podium of the press secretary in the White House. What? What? How did that happen? Stu, do you know how that happened? What, huh? Was it because he's the leading, foremost expert on gun control and policy no. in the United States? No. Does he have an no. expertise on the matter in any way, shape, or form? No. Uh, he's got a connection to Hunter Biden. And I'll give that to you in 60 seconds. Was he because he was in dazed and confused? Is that no, 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 he, no. no, no. It, uh, the Tuttle Twins teaching your kids how to participate in the market is actually having them start their own business. Oh, I know. It was it's because he was in cute. he was in Magic Mike. Is that why? Because he was in Magic Mike. No, it's no. I'll tell you in a oh, minute. Okay. Let me get through the Sorry. Tuttle Twins here. It's it's not because he was in Magic Mike. Um, when they grow up, they need to be ready to enter the entrepreneurial world with both feet firmly planted on the ground. Things like that first lemonade stand are not a game for kids to play. There's a book from the Tuttle Twins that I want you to have. I talked about them before. They are going to give it away for free now. All you pay for is shipping. It's called the Tuttle Twins and their amazing show business. Great way to illustrate your kids or your grandkids some of the fundamentals of the American way, which is they're not learning anywhere else. You will love this book for your kids mm, 7 to 13 years old. You and your kids need to read this book, Tuttle Twins and the Spectacular Show Business. Get it for free. Just pay for shipping at TuttleTwinsBeck.com That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com Was it because he was in all those Lincoln commercials? Possibly. Was that? No. No, no, it wasn't. He no. was in Texas did Chainsaw even... Massacre, the next ge- generation. Yeah. Was it? Did it have well, you're do? getting warmer now. Okay. <laughs> you're getting warmer. Let me let me ask you. Did you find it um, well done at all? Common sense, comfortable even. He was for an actor. He did not do. I didn't think he did a good job. No. Did you? No, I did not think he did a good job yeah. at all. I mean, I, again, he's yeah. way out of his depth here. He obviously doesn't know anything about what he's talking about. And that's it's it's difficult to do a White House uh, uh, session with a bunch of reporters when you don't know what you're talking about, unless they don't challenge you at all in any way, which obviously is the type of thing he should expect in that situation. But no, I did not think it was impressive or or it didn't win me over, Glenn. Yeah, it didn't win me over at all. Um, so here's why he got into it. Um, well, let me start. Let me start here. Uh, you know that Joe Biden has a son and uh, his son has said that 
his father thinks that he, Hunter Biden, is the smartest man he's ever met. Hmm. Now, this is the crack addict that was just seen recently uh, posing with a hooker and a gun as his penis, which was, I mean, who doesn't take a photo of themselves like that? Um, Anyway, uh, Friends of Hunter says he discusses the finer points of Ukraine policy and other matters of state around the dinner table with his father on regular weekend visits home to Delaware or Camp David. One former friend describes him as his father's closest advisor. Now, this may explain an (laughs) awful lot. We have an actual crackhead giving the advice. Now, do you remember the, you don't want to call him sugar daddy. You remember the the sugar lawyer, the sugar boy, the, I don't know, the sugar brother, the L.A. entertainment lawyer, Kevin Morris. Do you remember him? Nobody is talking about this. Nobody will remember this. So um, Kevin Morris is a big Hollywood uh, entertainment lawyer, big, big name. When Hunter Biden was in trouble uh, with the IRS, he didn't have the million dollars of back taxes. So Kevin Morris just paid the IRS for him. Why? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) how many times have you just higgledy piggledy just gone out and said you know i think this crackhead is a good bet uh i'm just gonna take care of his million dollar tax liability no questions no strings Uh uh-huh so anyway um guess who he represents matthew mcconaughey so the lawyer that paid off the tax bill of over a million dollars with nothing in return uh, happens to represent Matthew McConaughey and the guy he gave that money to happens to be the president's closest advisor. Okay, that is that is only a scenario a crack pipe could come up with. And that is this administration It is a one giant crack pipe. It's probably the best way to look at it. I think every press conference should sound like this. No, I mean, the economy is really, really good right now. It is great. It's turning around. Best best economy we've ever had. And it would make more sense. You could make the argument that Matthew McConaughey's character in Dazed and Confused would be better than Corinne Jean-Pierre. I think that's fair to say. Let me give you uh, let me give you a piece of audio here from Joy Behar yesterday talking about guns. Listen to this. Most AR-15 owners are former military, okay. 35 plus Let me say married. one more thing. So that's all I'm saying okay. is that they're yeah. not once, crazy once, people. Okay. Here's the thing. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Oh, God, that is the dumbest point, and they make it all the time. We want yeah. black people to have guns in this country. They have a Second Amendment right, just like white people, just like Hispanic people, just like every other person in this country. We want them to take advantage of their rights, full stop the only ones that have ever tried to take guns away from blacks are democrats look it up 
Check it out. Democrats. Every single time. So I love the idea. I think everyone in Chicago that could legally apply for a permit and go buy a gun. I think every black mother and father should have a gun in Chicago. You want to stop things? Have mama come out on her stoop and say, get the F away from my children. Understand? That would stop a lot of things. There's no reason why people have to cower in fear when the government won't do their own job. Yeah. Oh, so racist. And you know what it feels like? Almost a little bit like replacement theory. Now, I'm not an expert like the Democrats are on replacement theory. But isn't this wasn't didn't that say, by the way, she was talking to a black woman who owns a gun. She said that to her. Um, isn't it a little like you should be afraid because you watch these, these, these white people, once blacks get guns, once they think that they can control things, you know, these uppity blacks, they'll start getting guns. And that's when the Republicans will change the law. Isn't that kind of in the family of replacement theory? It's funny because it's, they, they say these things as if they're assigning them to Republicans and evil white people. It's all them. But I mean, this is just their views. These are the views that have been in the middle of the progressive movement forever. You couldn't trust yep. black people with guns in their view for a very long time, which is why they tried to take those guns away from people like, you know, Martin Luther King. Right. So wait a minute. Why didn't they trust blacks with guns? Because it's not like... They just, they're, they're crazy. They can't figure out how a gun works. Uh, they'll uh, take over everything. It was none of that. It was that it would empower blacks. They wouldn't be pushed around anymore. The reason why Martin Luther King, why, he was a gun owner, but he wanted a concealed carry permit. And the good old sheriff down there said, well, hey, you know what, Mr. King, I think we'd do better if, uh, you know us, the white people here who are hosing your people down in the streets, we'd take care and protect you. For your own protection, Now, did he do that because, pardon me? It's for his own protection, of course. Exactly right. And that's what they said. And that's what they said. That That, that is the history of blacks not owning guns always taken or prevented because these uppity blacks are gonna you know what they're gonna do they're just gonna start telling us thinking they can tell us what to do that's what she's blaming on current republicans it's always democrats yeah always democrats let's come up with a mythical gun control policy here that's unconstitutional but let's just entertain it anyway how about a, a policy where you know, people walking down the street, you just walk up to them and you just start searching them for guns with no reason just to do it on the street whenever you want to see if they happen to have guns. And if they do, then you can just prosecute the laws that already exist. There's a gun control policy that's obviously unconstitutional, uh, but you could theoretically implement and would get guns off the street and it would get illegal guns off the street. Well, that, that policy is called stop and frisk. And that policy was in place in new york and what how did the democrats react to that policy they didn't seem to like it all that much they seemed to think that due process was taken away largely from people of color and in fact 
all of these laws that they want to put in would hit that community much harder than it would it would hit white kids in the suburbs so, who are depressed and playing video games. Let me see if I have this right. What you're saying is business as usual for the Democrats. <laughs> uh, back in just a second, let me tell you about Goldline. We live now in a society where a person can be reasonably expected to turn his neighbor in if that person shows some sign of being radical. Uh, wow. Does that sound just to kind of echo off the scariest walls of history? The ship of this nation is being captained through dark and very choppy waters by a man who wakes up in the morning and is like, where am I? You see the cliff ahead and it is the cliff of insanity. I don't need to mince words with you. I have talked to you about Goldline for a long time. But I hope you hear the urgency in my voice. Please prepare yourself for a very rough landing. You got the summer, maybe fall. I don't personally think so, but I'm always wrong on timing. Please. This week, Goldline is offering a special incentive just to get started or add to your self-directed IRA, your 401k, thrift savings plan, Roth, traditional IRA, and so much more. You call them right now and find out how you can earn 6% in promotional medals just for being proactive and making a decision that matters today. Just for completing a self-directed IRA application, you're going to receive at no cost one of my brand new one-ounce silver Benjamin Franklin rounds delivered directly to you. Goldline, call them today. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Hey, I, uh, if you missed any of the show today, you've missed a lot. Please go and grab it at wherever you get your podcast. If you're a, a Blaze TV subscriber, you'll get it after the show, but it'll be posted this afternoon. Make sure that you get it. Um, we started the program uh, talking about the left and how they just have ignored the guy who tried to kill Kavanaugh. And he was trying to kill him over abortion and gun restrictions that he thought Kavanaugh would vote to loosen. Hmm. Alan Dershowitz was on. We talked about the January 6th show trials. Those are his words. It's a show trial. Nothing of value to see. He, however, uh, did call the January 6th prisoners political prisoners and told us, if you are going to watch, here's how you need to watch it. We talked about what's coming in your economy. And the CEO from the Pro-Life Pregnancy Center in Buffalo, New York, that was firebombed. This is the third firebombing of a pro-life uh, pregnancy center, the third, New York, Wisconsin, and Oregon. He called this Kristallnacht. And I don't think it is yet, but there are organizations on the left that are calling for the burning of these places on the day the final decision is released. Night of Rage. <sighs> yeah, Night of Rage. We have got to... Um, Prepare ourselves spiritually, and uh, I, I need to start talking again about the badge of merit that George Washington used to um, issue. 
the badge of merit he knew the only way we could defeat this the strongest army on earth was if we were people of merit and and we did something good in the eyes of god and so if it's rage malice uh anger violence i I don't think i don't think you're on god's side and we need to be on his side um because honestly he loves all of his children equally he's on everybody's side you just have to get onto his side and then things start to work um I, I, I re- was really hesitant this weekend. Uh, Stu is actually coming to the art show. Um, I'm at I'm in Park City and I'm doing a um, an art show for my next collection, this year's collection. And I put two in that I felt so compelled to paint, but I was afraid. I, I, I man, I have chewed on these over and over again, whether or not to release them because they're controversial. They're not meant to be. They are meant to be thought provoking. But if you go to uh, Park City Fine Art, I'll have to, well, I don't want to tweet these out. Uh, if you just go to parkcityfineart.com, you will find uh, two uh, of these paintings that I did of Christ. And, you know, we always see these really soft, beautiful Christ pictures, and they're great. Um, but. <sighs> That's not where we're for sure going to find him. We're for sure going to find him in the places that we don't want to look in the places of great suffering. Uh, and so, you know, you're, you're going to find Christ uh, and his spirit and his protection in places. Honestly, uh, like. Uh, um, Planned Parenthood. Uh, you're going to find him in places like uh, the concentration camps for the Uyghurs, you know, or the Mao Revolution, uh, or you know, people who are truly imprisoned and no one wants to look at it. Uh, so one of these is a a painting of Christ during the Cultural Revolution, where he's being humiliated and uh, beaten. Because, and this is actually based on a true story, uh, because you had to deny your lineage. You had to deny uh, that your parents were your parents and disavow them because they were capitalists or they were, you know, intellectuals. And so they would um, hang a sign, son of, you know, intellectuals, son of capitalist, and they would humiliate you. So the first painting is is called In the Lowest of Places, and it is um, Christ standing in the public square being humiliated in, in China. And his sign just says, Son of God in Mandarin. And then the other one that uh, I didn't talk to Stu before I released, so that might not have been the best idea. Um, but, uh, the other one is, uh, Christ in Auschwitz. And I know it'll be controversial for all kinds of reasons, and it shouldn't be. Jesus was a Jew. A lot of Christians are going to be surprised when he comes back and he's speaking Hebrew. Um, he is, he is, and was a Jew. Um, uh, and he was also a um a political prisoner 
And so I base this painting off of um, a photograph of uh, a guy that was in Auschwitz that was just, it's horrifying. But um, I presented his patch authentically, the Star of David, and he has one purple triangle. Um, That means that he is uh, a religious dissident. Uh, wouldn't have said that, yeah, Hitler is, you know, Hitler's our new God. He wouldn't have said that. And the point of all of these is if we turn our eyes and don't look at those things we just think are too horrible, we will A, never find God because he is always in those places. And two, it will only make things worse. We must start looking in hard places and being sources of comfort and love. I can't wait for the ADL to get their hands on that one. Uh, Okay, let me tell you about um, real estate agents I trust. Real estate agents I trust right now. Have you ever gotten into a car with a real estate agent and you feel uncomfortable talking around them because you don't know if they're like Uber, Uber left? Uh, And I'm sure the people on the left have the same problem. You know, I'm buying or buying a house in Texas and I'm afraid to say anything about Joe Biden. Um, That's ridiculous. And now it's even worse because if you're with somebody, you know, that's not necessarily, you know, cut from the same cloth that we are, you go in and you say, is this the master bedroom? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So what you're looking for in a real estate agent is somebody who has the best practice. Uh, They they use all of the all of the best ways to get people to look at your house. They have a great track record and. There's somebody you can talk to and will listen to you. If you're looking for a great real estate agent, a free service to you, find them through realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com, a Glenn Beck company. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off Blaze TV. Thank goodness, thank goodness that we have some mavericks in the Republican Party that had the common sense to vote for the Protecting Our Kids Act. Oh, because we have to protect our kids. We have to. And I don't even know what's in the act, but if it's about protecting our kids, I'm fine. Now, five Republicans broke from the Republicans in supporting the entire measure. Adam Kinzinger. Uh, Anthony Gonzalez from Ohio, Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania, Chris Jacobs, New York, and Fred Upton in Michigan. Um, now, these guys are not seeking reelection this year. Hmm. And Jacobs bowed out of seeking another term last week after he came uh, under fire within the party for expressing support for his assault weapons ban, which I'd love to hear his case because we already had one. And it didn't do anything, even in even in accordance and according to research that was done by the federal government. Uh, in addition to voting on the entire package, the House also held votes on each individual uh, provision. 
Uh, six of the seven provisions passed in largely party line votes with only a handful of Republicans joining the Democrats. The last provision, however, had widespread bipartisan support. It orders the attorney general to submit a report to congressional committees detailing individuals who could not purchase a firearm because they failed a background check. Um, Kinzinger, Fitzpatrick and Jacobs supported all six provisions that jordan recommended uh the conference oppose uh you had the bump stocks that was probably the one that had the most republicans that passed 233 to 194 13 republicans uh mike turner from ohio catco from new york gonzalez ohio chris jacobs new york uh nicole mac maliotakis i think new york chris smith maria salazar david Valedro or Valado, uh, California, Kevin Calvert or Ken Calvert and uh, David Joyce, Upton, Jacobs, Kinzinger. I can tell by the way you're, uh, and then the uh, last, you're, you're speaking their names that they've I had a huge them. impact in uh, in our debates over Un- the past few years. Oh, yeah. they've. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. The provision also calls for raising the minimum age. Uh, ten Republicans supported that. Turner. Katko, Upton, Gonzalez, Fitzpatrick, uh, Kinzinger, Jacobs, Maliotakis, and Smith and Salazar. Smith and Salazar. Doesn't that sound like a play? Uh, that's like a good steakhouse. <laughs> Come to Smith and Salazar. Salazar. Be a, or a gun. I carry the uh, 9mm uh, Smith and Salazar. Anyway, so we, uh, we know who is uh, with us and who is not. Yeah, well, you know, and, and look, it's it's uh, you're not some of these are not surprises. Some of them are not running. Some of them are in very yeah. purplish uh, leaning, maybe even blue districts. So there's no uh, there's no electoral consequences to these types of things for some of those people. And look, there are some of these things that even Republicans do tend to support uh, at some level. Uh, you know, like red flag mm-hmm. laws is somewhat split, even though I think it would be very dangerous and come sure. up with a, it's not really constitutional the way they want to very do it. It's, it's still yeah. supported by some. And there's some, I mean, certainly there's some sense behind it in, in, a, in a raw sort of argument basis, right? Like you can certainly understand why if someone has major mental issues or has a, you know, major problem, sure. you can understand why you wouldn't want them to have a firearm. But the the issue here is not necessarily these sort of common sense restrictions that they keep talking about. This rhetoric is increasing constantly. And when you have the sort of rhetoric that we've included on Brett Kavanaugh, that not only is he about to uh, take away all of women's rights and he's going to implement Gilead from The Handmaid's Tale, but he is uh, also going to uh, give guns to all sorts of criminals with another ruling coming up in this session. And in addition is a well-known serial rapist, right? That is, the, that is the rhetoric coming from the news media, from the left, of this guy's life over the past couple of years. A serial rapist wants to imprison an, uh, women and, of course, give guns to maniacs. So... You think with that sort of equation before the equal sign, what do you think comes after it? Is it what we saw yesterday, that's what comes after it. Well, now, can I, can I interrupt and, and ask you, because I don't agree with the rhetoric um, necessarily doing anything, unless your screws unloose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, because people will say Donald Trump's rhetoric. It led to, no, no, if you have some loose screws, 
maybe. But here's what here's where I think it connects rhetoric with action. They have bailed people out who have burned cities down. They won't prosecute them. They won't say, hey, don't go to Kavanaugh's house. They won't condemn it even now. So when they when when they have when mom says, yeah, kids, uh, yeah, you shouldn't do drugs. And you're sitting there with a crack pipe <laughs> and mom then just says, hey, what are we going to watch tonight? You know, mom's not going to do anything about it. Mom actually endorses this. Yeah, I think that's a big factor. And, and, and to be completely clear, the only person responsible for the attempted murder of Brett Kavanaugh is the man charged with attempted murder. That is that is that is our society and how it functions. Uh, you have to you're responsible for your own actions. I will say that I think in this particular case that the person who leaked the Supreme Court ruling this is a feature, not a bug to that leak. This was Correct. not a, we keep, I keep hearing people talk about this like, oh man, well, you know, you, you start saying all this stuff and people are eventually going to go crazy and something like this might happen. That is a, is a, is a fair point to discuss. However, it's not really applicable here. The person who leaked this ruling, I believe, had intent for something like this to happen. Maybe not necessarily mm -hmm. successfully, but something that would intimidate and scare these justices into changing their mind over what they what is obviously clear in the Constitution that Roe versus Wade is nonsense. And so I don't think it's just one of these separate things. I think this is one of those things where this was the intent of the leak. The, the intent of the leak was to make people like Brett Kavanaugh believe their family might be tortured in their home. That is essentially the intent of the leak, to intimidate them into changing their minds. And we've seen people come out and do all sorts of encouragement uh, over this. We saw uh, Lindsey Krauss, who's a, who's a uh, New York Times reporter, say that they should not only be protesting in front of the houses of the Supreme Court justices, but going to find them at their country clubs when they're there. Uh, we saw here we have Jen Psaki who seemingly, I mean, now she's saying it's peaceful, but she seemingly is encouraging the protesting, at least, in front of these people's homes. Listen. So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about I guess. Uh, protests that have been peaceful to date, and mm. we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes, and that's the president's position. Encouraging it. Uh, and, of course, it gets worse when you talk about Chuck Schumer. This is from March 4th, 2020. Uh, not talking about the specific abortion ruling. It was a little bit before that. But listen to this. Listen to this rhetoric. This is, again, doesn't make you responsible for some crazy person taking action, but it certainly isn't helping either. Listen. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. Mm. Mm. You won't know mm. what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. It's heck of a lot further than targeting a district on a map, uh, which was the entire argument of the left back in the day when it came to shootings. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine, and I hate to do this because I'm so sick of it, but can you imagine if that was a pro-life person with a gun uh, going to Kagan's house? Can you imagine what the media would be doing and what Congress would be doing? It would be the lead story, maybe for the next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. And it's not, no, not only is it not the lead story, 
we went through the headlines a little bit earlier on the program. I had to scroll through eight pages of headlines in the New York Times to get to the story. And if you think that's bad, give CNN.com a try. You'll never get there. It is nowhere on their site, at least as of about an hour ago, nowhere on their site did they talk about an attempted murder charge against a sitting Supreme Court justice in the middle of the biggest Supreme Court session we've seen probably in our lifetimes. And, you know, they don't even think it's worth covering. Not even the same 24-hour period in which it occurred. This is not saying, okay, three weeks ago this happened and they're not covering the details and the updates. This had just happened. They have no interest. This is the one type of gun violence they might just be okay with. And that's really terrifying. Thank you, Pat. Or I mean, uh, Stu, um, you know, I, I saw your um, piece on rhetoric last night where you covered a lot of this on the Stu show. If you haven't watched the Stu show, you should. It's really good. Um, I don't like to encourage it because it goes to his head. Uh, and uh, but it's a it's a really good show. And uh, make sure you watch it every day um, at uh, 8 p.m. Central Time. 8 p.m. Right? Eastern. 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's, uh, it's Stu Does oh, America okay. is the name of the show, if in case you wanted to search for it in, in any of the, uh, know, the podcast app or maybe on YouTube. The name of the show. Stu Does America. Uh, it's 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern on Blaze see, this TV. This is why I don't ever bring it if up. If you're a subscriber. It keeps going. And use the code Glenn to save 10 bucks. I mean, there's <laughs> lots of ways to get there. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Stu, for that update. That's been fabulous. <laughs> um, let me tell you about LifeLock. Nothing I like better than having to start over and rebuild my identity from the ground up. You know, there's nothing better. Somebody comes in and takes your identity, steals it. I mean, wrecks your credit, wrecks everything. Oh, that is, that's great. Or not. Uh, I actually prefer to keep my name intact. Um, it's important to understand cybercrime and identity theft, and it is going to affect all of us. It will. We put everything out online on the Internet, and that's where LifeLock comes in. They can't catch everything. They can't monitor everything, but they can do it better than you can on your own. And here's where the uh, rubber really meets the road. If you do become a victim, their restoration specialist will work with you to help fix the problem quickly. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK, save 25%. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Hey, it was good to see Joe Biden yesterday just uh, hop up those stairs to Air Force One. Remember, last time he fell down the stairs, it was because it was so windy. Uh, Here he is uh, trying to go up the stairs yesterday of Air Force One. Bad night for Uh, some uh, of the progressive candidates and saying that states and localities should be spending the money that he has allocated uh, to invest in police departments and training of police officers. It appears as though uh, the president did have a slight uh, trip there. The first time. Yeah, slight trip. Um, 
<clears throat> now he he flew out because he was going to be a you know part of the uh, the council of the americas uh that america you know the united states you know calls from time to time and all the leaders from all over south america north america all gather together well like half of them that are like meet with joe biden why would i meet with joe biden so he's really got nothing going for him there everybody respects us so much now thank you democrats um and uh so he decided you know i might as well pop into a tough journalist and uh answer some questions so he went on uh on kimmel Let's start with uh, 17, please. Cut 17. Oh, I'm serious. You turn on the TV, look at the ads. When's the last time you saw biracial couples on TV? When's the last time you saw the way, I mean, people are selling products. They do ads to sell products. And they sell products when people, they appeal to people. This generation is going to change everything. We just got to make sure we don't give up. Um. Now, maybe, maybe it was in a different parallel universe that looked like this country, but I think uh, there were biracial couples on TV in the Jeffersons and all in the family. Uh, I don't know if you, I love Lucy, biracial couple. Uh, does that make sense to anybody? I love that. He is so out of touch. Here he is on green energy. Cut 19. Well, on climate change, we've actually made some real moves. I mean, we have we have, you know, one in seven of the, all the changes that have taken place in terms of solar, wind and and, and, and wind pumps. And I mean, uh, pumps and like uh, have occurred in the last 18 months. We've moved and there's an opportunity with the process we have dealing with energy to be able to gradually move more rapidly than we have been to alternatives. For example, electric vehicles. Jimmy, when I got elected, I, you know, I've pushed electric vehicles for the last, I don't know, God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Good, good sentence. Uh, but now everybody's going to have to buy one. Now, CNBC uh, actually talked to the, uh, the White House spokesperson, Brian Deese, about oil. Here he is talking about oil with CNBC. Listen to this. You really don't think that that ESG uh, or, uh, you know, trying to to defund projects or or the the chill that it sort of casts in the last couple of years on the fossil fuel industry, you don't think that's had any effect on uh, on how much we've been been producing it hasn't because that was the the state of intention as you said when when it was working everybody was taking credit for it ro Khanna at one point said look how much they've cut back on fossil fuel production in europe why can't we get the same type of cuts here i mean it just seems like now now you're the, the 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 left is in denial that there's been any pressure to leave fossil fuels in the ground hmm it's weird yeah yeah. No, nothing the administration has done uh, has affected the price of oil. It's all that. Man, if it wasn't for Vladimir Putin and that dog and those teenagers, those nosy teenagers in the mystery van, we could have gotten away with low gas prices. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 